Welcome to On Tangent, where online marketing, entrepreneurship, and life collide. I'm Maida, your online marketing bestie and fellow entrepreneur. It wasn't long ago that I was a corporate slave shackled by golden handcuffs. But now I get to run a flexible, fulfilling business that allows me to make an impact that extends far beyond me. Here, we believe in the power of free-flowing conversations and unfiltered discussions, where every topic is fair game and there are no boundaries and no limits. Join me as we dive into conversations that will equip, entertain, and inspire you throughout your entrepreneurship journey with a dash of humor, lots of curiosity, and a touch of unpredictability. After all, life and marketing is full of surprises. Ready to join me? Grab your coffee or tea and let's get chatting. Hello and welcome back to another episode of On Tangent. I'm Maida and we've got Celine on the episode today. And we're actually doing things a little bit different this time. We're going to kind of do like a interview style Q&A type of situation where Celine is going to ask me some questions about this last year of our marketing strategy and how things have been going in our business. And I'll do my best to remember and answer everything the way I remember it. But Celine might jump in and tell me I'm going crazy at certain points. Who knows? (laughs) But um, that's what we're going to do in hopes that you will see that we are also just like anyone else struggling at certain points of our business journey and doing well in other parts. So we want to kind of just expose it all and show you the real and raw side of it. And we also hope that you kind of just can get ideas for what to do or or what not to do in your business as well. (laughs) Yeah. So the idea behind the episode was just kind of to talk about marketing and how our marketing efforts in general have been going. And then Yeah, because I'm the kind of person who finds a lot of value in hearing about other people's stories, how they've learned from experience and stuff. So we figured this would be a good opportunity for us to share some of what we've gone through and hopefully it aligns with you guys. And like Maida said, maybe you learn something that you want to do or not do or both. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right. So are you ready, Maida? I guess. Let's do it. <laughs> I make that sound worse than it is. This is not... But, uh, I'm kind of scared. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't be. But we can kick it off with like a high-level question. So talk to me about how marketing started this year. Like I know I kind of came on and started helping with the Academy back in January. How did How have things kind of changed throughout the year? What did we start with? And what were our or your initial goals when 2023 kind of kicked off? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that this year, and this is one of those things I was talking about, I kind of have to like jog my memory (laughs) a little bit. Right. Because our goals shifted so much. But um, in the beginning of the year, we set out with the goal of launching our very first online course. Um, And just as a reminder, 2023 was really the year where I went I believe it was like February where I went like full in 100% into my business. I had left behind my nine to five and I went through this like period of time where I was like, I don't know exactly what to do. I know I want to start my business, but I don't know what it's going to be exactly. So I was just trying to figure it out. But then early 2023 is when we decided that we're going to launch our very first online course but 
in addition to that, we also wanted to establish our online presence through our website, social media. And when I say social media at this stage, we only had Instagram. Mm-hmm. And another goal was to obviously also start our email list because I think you guys have heard us preach many, many times about email lists. But that was another big goal of ours to get a healthy email list started. And then um, after working on our course, which we actually initially positioned as like a 10-day challenge type of course. First version of the course, right? Yes, the very first version, we positioned it as like a 10-day challenge because we wanted to help small business owners get their email list started quickly. That was the main goal. Um, And we worked on that for about a couple of months and we launched the course very, very quickly, which was not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) That was not the move. No, I think. I think for us, like, it didn't feel that quick because we had put so much, like, work and stuff into it. But, yeah, like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty and all. And, like, now looking back at it, I'm like, dang, we really only gave ourselves, like, a 10 business day runway, honestly, to, like, mm-hmm. say what it was, put it on social media for the first time, talk about it and try to get people to, like, buy into it, which props to us for being optimistic, I think. But that was, like, <laughs> that's a little too <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> yeah, yep. And I think it was one of those things we were so focused on establishing our online presence with like all the content we were creating and just making ourselves known and make some noise about who the Academy is and all that, that we kind of like put the launch efforts kind of on the back burner, I guess. Yeah. Which again, like you said, hindsight 2020, looking back on it now, like what the heck were we thinking? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think this year, especially like just through the whole thing, has been a lot of growing pains. I don't know if that's the right word or just kind of learning more about how we work or how quickly time really goes. Like you don't really think about how fast a week will pass by until like it's Wednesday afternoon. You're like, oh, my goodness, (laughs) I was supposed to accomplish X, Y, Z by this time. And now I only have two business days left. And it's weird to think about it, I guess, also in business days, because especially when you're first starting out your business or creating your own business, there are no set business days. Like every opportunity is an opportunity. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But (laughs) I, I know exactly what you mean. Like you're kind of making your own schedule. So if you if you say something's going to be done on monday uh-huh. and you're 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 the one setting that and if nothing happens if it doesn't get done on monday then you're like oh well i can also push it a little you know to tuesday maybe or maybe we can push it a little later to next week <laughs> so it's yeah. easy to keep pushing things off yeah and then you don't realize like how far something's been pushed until unless you have like a calendar in place or you have a planner or something where you kind of track what has happened to all of those deadlines and stuff because it's really easy especially like when you're your own boss or you are the one setting your own timelines like you were saying oh we can just do this next week okay but then you don't realize until after that oh my gosh that only leaves us like a week or two to get things in front of people and like we don't have business days like as a small business owner or people working on a small business you don't have set business days but like your audience might so things going out on Saturdays and Sundays might feel relatively normal to us but 
we're missing opportunities or people aren't checking their stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a very good point because like you said, like you can you can push things off, but your audience will not. Your audience will exactly. notice that you missed XYZ holiday. Your audience will notice that you haven't posted in the last week or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's really important. And I think, I guess, like the way to get around that or like a way to maintain that consistency is to remember like you've got to have discipline for yourself in your personal life so that it also shows up in your business because if you continuously skip on your skincare or you skip on the gym or you skip on whatever you're also probably more likely to skip on that deadline to skip on that launch to skip on the holiday promo yeah like discipline is really hard it really is one of those skills that you have to like hone in for yourself and you're right because you don't think backtrack a little bit like when you think about your business, you're like, of course, I wouldn't do that to my business. But no one else is holding you accountable when you are your own boss, right? Exactly. It's really hard to like put stuff off when you're working a nine to five or you're working for someone else. Because at least for me, like what goes through my head is, oh, no, like I don't want to disappoint them. At least that's <laughs> one of the thoughts. But if it's just for myself, will I be disappointed in myself? Probably <laughs> when I realize that like I've pushed something off for this long. But is it going to feel that way in the moment? No, I would be gracious and be and say to myself, oh, it's fine. Like, I want to do this thing now. And that's sort of, at least for me, how discipline or a lack thereof sort of bites me in the butt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I deal with that a lot myself. And I'm saying all of these things because I was there. Like, I realized yeah. I need to work on my discipline. I <laughs> I was the one skipping on the gym. <laughs> So all these things, I'm not like talking down or at anyone. I'm talking, you know, from my own experience. So that's when I realized like, wait a minute, how can I expect myself to be disciplined and on schedule and all of that with my business if I don't even do it for myself in my personal life? So I think so that's obviously like an everyday something that I'm working on every single day kind of thing. Right. And something... I don't know where I saw this quote. I probably somewhere online. I tend to have these moments a lot where I saw something online or somewhere and I can't remember where I got it from. But so the quote is how you do anything is how you do everything. So how you do like how you do your bed, for example, if you half ass your bed, like making your bed, then you're probably also going to half ass doing other things, right? Like if you half ass no. your gym exercise you're probably also going to half-ass your project so how you do anything is how you do everything that that's like that's like a quote that like I keep repeating to myself sometimes when I'm about to like not give something my hundred percent even like something skip out on something yeah yeah even something as small as making the bed like if I'm not making it properly I'm like no Lida if you half-ass this and you what else are you gonna half-ass so that's a good point. And I've never really thought about that. And it's funny that you say that now, because I was talking to my fiance the other week and we were, I don't know what, how we got onto this topic, but we were talking about sort of like our first impressions of each other. And that was one of the things that he said to me. It was that, you know, because we had initially started working together before we actually got to know each other as like friends and then started dating and stuff. He was like, I appreciated that 
you in that in the office like would get things done that you were committed to doing your projects that you would at least get things completed and so I figured that would apply to other areas of your life and so thinking back on that now I'm like quite flattered because I am a hot mess and I'm sure after six years he's like okay she is a hot mess (laughs) (laughs) but it's interesting because I've never really thought about it that way because in my head there has always been such a clear separation between my personal life and my professional life Uh but you're right like a lot of those same values the discipline that you carry it really does span across everything Mm -hmm. and I just never realized yeah yeah and I feel like this would probably be like a side tangent but (laughs) but like there's always all this talk about work-life balance but in reality there really kind of isn't because the person you are in your work and how you show up at work is and will likely very much be the same person that you how you show up at home so yeah sure there's a work-life balance in that I stop working at so-and-so time and I leave my desk and I create like a physical separation sure that's all great and dandy but in reality what you do at home and how you behave or don't behave or like what the things you do or don't do typically or like how you approach things in your personal life will very likely be very similar to how you approach things in your business or at your nine to five or wherever right so I feel like it that kind of that's the part about work-life balance I feel like it does not exist right like at the end of the day you are still the same person like I know when you show up professionally there is like you adapt your behaviors right like you can't behave in an office the way you would behave with your friends on a night out like yeah <laughs> but at the end of the, you know, <laughs> definitely not but at the end of the day you are still like the same person you still have the same values the same way that you approach things problems etc your response might be a little bit different or a little bit tailored but you're right your values are the same your discipline is the same <laughs> so yeah because yeah. right if i'm like non-confrontational with my friends I'm probably going to be non-confrontational at work, too. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Those are the like the deeper things that like carry over, I would say. Uh-huh. And all that to say <laughs> that <laughs> you've got to have discipline when you have your own small business. And I feel like that was and it's to, to this day is still something that I struggle with on a daily basis and that. Uh, I'm working on active like I have to be very mindful about it so I think that kind of led to a little bit of more um turbulence if you want to call it in our right starting out um and we still don't have everything figured out we're still working on a lot of different things that were like oh we should have done this different oh let's yeah. do this and then something like you know nothing comes of it or whatever because yeah, like there's just so much going on. Yeah, and I don't think any business has anything figured out. Mm-hmm. But speaking about that, like how have those... So talk to me about how our starting goals for 2023 have changed to now. We're basically almost done with 2023. I hesitate to say that because I don't want it to end quite yet. <laughs> still enough, there's still time to at least start things or finish things off. But how have the goals shifted? Like knowing that 2024 is... Coming sooner than later. How mm-hmm. have your goals changed? Yeah. Um, so I would preface 
the answer to this question with a little bit of backtracking a little bit. So yeah, after we launched the course, the the ten day challenge, and it, it you know it didn't go very very uh, very well, and our content online wasn't doing so good, or like not our content, but like we weren't attracting the right audience and things like that. So our right. content just wasn't relating to our target audience, and there was just a lot of a lot of things that weren't going very well. So then I had this like awakening kind of <laughs> where I felt. <laughs> like really unaligned with my business and we weren't really making any moves towards those goals. So that's kind of like when we started to rethink our goals. And so they definitely did shift to answer your question. And right. Um, so I think the way that they shifted was that now our goals focus on higher return on investment efforts. ROI is return on investment. I might refer to to, to the phrase as ROI going forward, but all I'm meaning is return on investment. So we're now focusing on higher ROI efforts. So like podcasting, obviously this is, that was one of the major reasons we started this podcast because I just felt much more aligned having a space where we could just have a normal conversation, like talk about real people right? where I don't have You're to be so, yeah, yeah, like I don't have to be Less so filtered. curated. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't like if I mess something up, then I mess something up. If I, if I change my if I change my opinion about something, I can re-record an episode a couple months later, talk about how I have changed my mind about something. Right. So it, it's not as like perfectly curated like it would be on Instagram and it's not cut off as short like it would be in an email and things like that. So that's why one of the biggest reasons we started the podcast um, the other higher RI effort we focused on is doubling down on our email list. So we put some ad money behind it, behind our freebie so that we can get more people on our email list. Um, so that worked really well. And then we're also going to dive into blogging, which, you know, paired up with, you know, if your blog posts are optimized for SEO, um, they're going to eventually, this is, that's kind of like a long-term game, obviously, but that's right. going to be a much higher ROI effort than something like, and I keep saying this because I just personally, I don't see the value in spending a bunch of time in creating a bunch of reels where you're dancing in them or whatever. <laughs> it's fleeting. Um, Social media is fleeting, I think is kind of what yeah. we've run And it's hard. Yeah, like, yeah. The posts don't, like their shelf life is hours literally hours but blog maybe posts, less <laughs> yeah exactly like, like maybe less even like if the if the algorithm algorithm doesn't want to show your content to people for whatever reason that shelf life is literally minutes like you've yeah. spent that time for nothing exactly. yeah yeah and it's like so, what a waste of effort it's frustrating yeah exactly so but like a blog post or podcast episode like you guys could be listening to this episode a year from from today, right? Or reading a blog post that was posted a couple of years ago and it's still relevant, or maybe it okay. was just recently updated, you know, with like newer information. That stuff is you do it once and it will last you for a very long time and bring you much more visibility than like a reel that you posted a year ago and no one even remembers. Right. So that's what we shifted our focus to um, 
towards the end of 2023. And that's what we're going to continue focusing on in 2024 is anything where our investment, um, we can see an actual like higher return on it. And investing doesn't necessarily mean money. In, an investment is absolutely your our resources, time, but also effort. your time. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Time, effort, all those things are investment. So even though like blogging, podcasting, all that email, you know, growing your email list and emailing your subscribers, all that is basically for free almost. Um, it's it's still an investment in time and effort and all of those things. Sure. Speaking of investments and sort of talking, going back a little bit to just like the money thing, budgets, any tips around budgeting, especially for small businesses, because right? Like when you're first starting out, you don't necessarily have like a set budget. It's a little bit different than you would, you might like expect <laughs> like in a normal nine to five setting. So could you share any tips that you've kind of run into over the past year around maximizing marketing efforts on a limited budget or just being budget conscious, anything kind of around that? Yeah. So I think with a limited budget, I would definitely focus on the free and you know more cost effective strategies marketing strategies for your business like some of those could be like prioritizing your seo optimized website um, right so making sure that's on point building an email list by creating a freebie so you can create some sort of like checklist or guide or whatever that your audience your target audience would actually find highly highly beneficial that will convert really well if you offer it as a solution or first step solution to their bigger problem. Um, that could convert really well, and that's you. Could, there's a lot of email email marketing platforms that are either really low cost or free, even. So that's a really good way to get started. And you could promote your freebie on social media. You can promote it on pin, like. Pinterest is technically, I guess, a social media, right? But um, you could <laughs> right. you could promote it on Pinterest. You could promote it in your blog posts, like things like that. That's all for free. Yeah. Um, and just showing up on social media, and that's obviously free and cost effective. And I think the biggest thing though is where I would really, really focus with a limited budget is really, really honing down on your target audience, and your messaging so that you can create content that your audience can't get enough of because your content if it's on point that will do all the selling for you like you don't necessarily have to be selling like actively or directly selling with your content saying hey this is what I'm launching come by come by like this is going to be great right, for right. you you should buy no it doesn't have to be like that you could you could create content where you're educating and really really helping your audience get from point A to point B, not necessarily like maybe all the way, but help them get halfway through so that they can envision themselves at the end point so that they say, oh, you know what? I've gotten this far with her free content, with her free information. I really need that last push. I'm ready to buy from her. So right. making sure your content is spot on so that it can sell for you. That's obviously free and you don't have to worry about paying anything. Yeah, like, the, like focusing on organic reach. And I think what you said about the target audience is so, so valuable. And it's something that I don't think that we can hammer home hard enough. Right. <laughs> but 
staying focused on your target audience is really like the only way that you're going to one create content with like a solid direction because it, i feel like if you don't have an icp or an ideal customer profile in mind the world's your oyster especially with something for example like with us with marketing marketing is such a huge there's so many different topics in marketing there's so many Definitely. different things like angles that you could do this from like b2b b2c mid-sized businesses huge enterprises single per like single entrepreneurs and honing in on who should be buying from you or who would be in, listen, interested in listening or finding or reading or whatever your content is so important because otherwise it feels really, really aimless. Like if you told me, can you create 10 like Instagram carousels on marketing? Like there are so many different ways that could go. I don't even know where to start asking questions. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and I think obviously for the sake of being completely transparent we're we're we've been struggling with that ourselves like trying to understand who exactly are we serving because even as marketers ourselves it's a it's a hard task it's not easy to say oh yeah I'm gonna target small business owners and that's it like because that, that even that breaks so, out exactly yeah. like it breaks into so many different kinds of small business owners the types of business that the, the businesses that they run exactly it goes on and on. Yeah. So a thousand yeah, like, percent, like knowing your audience, so helpful. <laughs> and then these business owners all have different goals for their business. One might be focused on like building their email list. One might be focused on trying to optimize their funnels. Like there's just so many different ways. And you just have to be able to and be willing to niche down enough so that you can find the people that actually need you and need your offers. And I think that's still something we're continuously trying to figure out, which I think it's kind of cool that we're kind of like sharing all this because I don't see personally, I don't know if maybe I haven't seen it, but I haven't seen any other like business owners sharing how they're still in their beginning stages of their business because there's nothing wrong with being in the beginning of your story, right? And I think this is something that's been on my mind a lot lately where we always see on Instagram or wherever else, we're always looking at all these bigger accounts that have already reached kind of, I wouldn't say they've reached their goal, but they've reached their height, right? Okay. They already know where their audience is. They are, they've already, like, their beginning story is behind them. But I feel like with the Academy, we're kind of still in the beginning of our story and it's okay for us to be here and start sharing information and start sharing what we're going through and start sharing how we're doing things and basically sharing the journey. So okay. um, again, I guess that's a side tangent, but that's why we're <laughs> called, that's why we're called on tangent. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's just one of those things that even as marketers, we're still trying to figure out our target audience. So it's really, really important that you hone down on it and it's okay for it to take a little while. You don't have to figure it out on day one. And to be completely frank, you will not figure it out on day one. No. But you can you can set a set like um like a template or like like what you think you want your target audience to be. But once mm -hmm. you get out there and you start creating stuff, your content, blog posts, like all that stuff, you over time you realize, oh shoot this is not specific enough or wait, they need help with this. I thought or they needed different. help with that. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And even with like slightly like more established businesses, like even on the agency side, the companies that we've worked with or that I've worked with or in previously, those those customer profiles are changing pretty regularly. Because, you know, when you work at an early stage startup, you start with like an MVP, your minimum viable product. You build it in a way that you're like, I think I'm solving this problem. And it probably is a valid problem. But as you get in front of more people, as your sales team talks to people, you realize they're actually more focused on this problem or they're really more concerned about this. And so you start to change like your ideal customer profile. You change the direction of the product to better fit that audience or you make the decision that no I only want to solve xyz problems and Uh so yeah like if it happens at like a mid-size or slightly larger organization it's pretty normal to expect that for a while you're going to be trying different things and trying to talk to different people about different problems or trying to solve different things Uh and yeah like it's important I think for people to see that journey because when you see people on social media like you were saying earlier it feels like they figured everything out and they totally have it. Or, you know, they just, you didn't see how they got to that point. And I think that's so valuable. Then you feel less alone when you see, hey, I remember when they used to do this or when they were trying to do this and like, look at where they are now. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think it's super valuable to share all of this information. Um, Going back to like the budgeting tips, I think something else I would recommend is once you get going and once you have some audience, once you have some like reviews and things like that, what you could do that's really cost effective is use user generated content or you might see it as UGC, refer to as UGC. That's also like kind of like free ads for you, really. Like you have someone else creating content about your product that you can reshare and use as like kind of like an ad, like I said. So that's a really good way to make the most out of your budget, um, obviously collaborations with other businesses in your industry, you, you know, that could go both ways. You could help them, they can help you. And that could happen either on social media, but it can also happen on blogs. Like you can guest blog for one another. You could guest podcast for one another. Like if I got someone to be on this podcast and then I could also be a guest on their podcast to help cross our audiences, that's okay. another way to collaborate. So I think just think of of all of those things um, because those are all free. And if you're limited with a budget starting your business, those could be really, really good ways to get started. All right. So those are all the questions that I had and wanted to cover about the lessons that we've learned in 2023 and sort of the direction that we want to go for in 2024. I think next time that we sit down and chat, I want to talk to you about where you get ideas and tips, tricks, anything that you have learned or want to share with people about how to stay inspired as an entrepreneur. But we can save that for next time because I feel like we're going to go down some more tangents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We we spend what, like roughly around 30 minutes just talking about this. I think yeah. it's going to be a really good episode for inspiration and content and all of those things. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for joining us today on on tangent that's always a mouthful on on tangent (laughs) i really hope you enjoyed this episode and you got some valuable tips and tricks out of it and that you can relate to another business that is also kind of in the trenches and getting you know just started and off the ground 
Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with another entrepreneur that you think could also find this helpful. And we will talk to you next time.